Movie Hour, episode 220, February 20th, 2013. Spoiler alert, this is not a real episode. Stop the music, stop the music. Wait, Jim's not here. We can't do the podcast today. This can't happen. We have Jeff. Jeff, everyone's favorite Jeff's here, but Jim's not here. Yeah, no, we definitely, definitely can't do the podcast without Jim. Yeah, and uh, it's sad. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Like, Jim's not here, Jeff's here, and we even have Josh from Gunga Bit. Oh, Watch Josh it. is here. We can totally do the fucking podcast. What are you talking I about? So. I don't think so. Josh, no. you're, you're up for doing a podcast? I'm going to sink this ship if we do one. Right, we'll, we'll do it later, maybe, possibly. We'll see, but <laughs> I don't know. All right, Thanks. see you next week. It's been fun. <laughs> Things have been fun. Things have been different this week. Uh, Jim, you know, he's he's off his meds and he just took took off to Florida. I guess that's where old people go. I don't know how that, how that situation works. But how old now that he's not here. How old is that fucker? I don't know. Timeless. He's like 20, 8, 25, 85. Take your guess. Like, <laughs> I guess more than I would 25. guess eighty five out of those two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's seen like four great wars. I don't know what that what great wars are to him. But he's seen four. <laughs> You know, last Jim, one was... Jim thinks they're all great. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Um, but yeah, there's. it's unfortunate, too, because if he were here, he'd probably be like, oh, the Oscars are this weekend. I'm so pumped, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, Jeff and I don't give a shit about the Oscars. Josh, do you care about the Oscars? Not a, not in the least. Does Jim really care about them? He, he, no, not really. He like he likes the... Right, I right. He likes like... the, uh, I think he likes the passion. Yeah, he likes the show. He likes yeah. the show. Um, awards, top 10, top five list, not exactly my forte, but, you know, our, you know, number one friend of the show, uh, Joaquin's up for some gifts, some Oscars. Oh, my uh, God. And, uh, He's so good. Yeah, yeah, he is. And we can only His hope. brother was better, though. <laughs> River. Uh, River. 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 Uh, but there are there are things going they have on. They name Rain, don't they? Yeah, they have, I think they have like six siblings or something. I don't know. Yeah. They all have dumbass names. <clears throat> yeah, they have, a, they have a son together too. Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't Joaquin's original name Leaf? Am I am I wrong? From, that? Oh, that, you're thinking of Leaf Erickson. Oh, Leaf Erickson. You're right. Can you imagine <laughs> how pissed off you'd be if you were like, God, my name is so stupid, I have to change it. I'm gonna change it to Joaquin, and then like a week later, you were like, Fuck, what have I done? <laughs> We've talked about him. We talked about his name a lot with him. He he likes it, Joaquin. <laughs> or, or if you did an elaborate joke, like you know, involving tanking your entire career in life, and like you know, nobody thought it was funny or got it or wanted to hire you ever again. <laughs> yeah. That would be bad if that happened. That'd, That'd be, be weird. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, like t- this week, uh, with the Oscars coming out this weekend, there's pretty much like there's a whole lot of nothing coming out in theaters, so everyone can look forward to that. I guess if you're not watching the Oscars, you're not seeing anything but uh, movies that you already own on DVD or something or Blu-ray because everything in theaters sucks. It's all pretty bad. Whoa, what is this? What is this? Mm. What do we have here? Looks looks like Jim's calling into the show. Jim, the one that was missing. Jim, is that you? I am here. Are you okay? You safe? Uh, I am safe. Okay. I'm far, far from home, but I'm here. Safe. <laughs> Do you remember your pills? Did you remember <laughs> taking your pills? I'm not exactly sure where I am, but yeah, so I have my medication around my neck in the little vial like normal with the instructions. <laughs> well, I thought they were I thought they were butt dials, but I saw pictures of you with like Minnie and Mickey Mouse, so I figured you were in Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I am. Can I remember we, now. 
Didn't we talk about last week about how you had to go down there for like the forgotten character day in, in Disney World? Didn't we talk about that? Maybe we just forgotten forgotten about that and they unleash all the racist Yeah, they characters. unleash all the racist costumes that you never get to see. Like it's just an attraction day. Like, oh, the Robin Hood guys are out and yes. whatever else, because I can't think of any other good characters. I think the only characters I've seen that would fit that are like the Cinderella mice where you have to struggle and remember well, their names. Gus and um Jacques. Gus Gus. Mm-hmm. Gus, Gus, is it Gus. Jacques? Jacques, yeah. Yeah, okay. A new one was Gus. Alright, cool. Gus Gus. It is Gus Gus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what they call them, yeah. But, uh, and then the that's girls good. are like Perla and Susie or something. We got a whole checklist going on. It's great. <laughs> Susie? It's like, hi. When you it's say like, we, hi. who are you talking about? You and... Just, and... just me. Just me. <laughs> you and the other actor. <laughs> yeah. That's what the meds are for. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We, uh, we, we were making comments about how since you weren't here, no one, we weren't going to really talk about the Oscars because the Oscars are this weekend and we don't really give a shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's the only thing we have in common with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's not true. We both also love a love for polar bears. We both love movies and polar bears. Um, it's possible. And uh, yeah, there's no, like, we hadn't really started the show. There's nothing you know, nothing really new to coming out. Uh, nothing fun this weekend. And really, we actually, I was going to make comments about how you were completely right about Good Day to Die Hard and how Jeff and I were way off on Beautiful Creatures for the weekend. I'm I'm pretty smart in that way. Us old se- people do come out. Yeah, have you seen the news? I think uh, was it Die Hard made 28 mil. Poitier <laughs> away. Die Hard made 28 mil and uh, Beautiful Creatures made nine. So I think you win. Um, Die Hard cool. only made 28. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's not bad, but. How much did it cost them to make that movie? Like seventy-five million? Ninety, dude. It's it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about they, it. They haven't covered Bruce's uh, salary yet, so right. I don't think it's work to do. They're gonna be fine. And actually, I did see it too, so we'll talk to. Oh, them. really? Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit for sure. I, I almost saw a movie, but I went to go to Disney Quest instead, which is a five-story Disney arcade. Near miss. So, nice uh, job. I, I did play some uh, Deadly Discs of Tron, which is awesome. Wait, wait, wait. There is a five-story arcade of Disney games? Uh, so it's like, it's like a, Gameworks, but all Disney? It's not Disney-based games. It's just a Disney-owned arcade. Okay. So, so it's like Pac-Man. Gameworks? Yeah, it's like Gameworks, but Disney's version. And I'm guessing there are Disney characters and it's, running around. It's the, the one cool thing about it is it's a cover charge to get in, and everything's free. Holy shit. You don't that is pay cool. per... Yeah, it's just, it's like entry to one of their parks, basically. Yeah, you like, like okay, socialism. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude, I like socialism. So I'm, that's that's <laughs> where you go if you're a bum. I have like, to support just... everybody's, like, five-gallon Coke habit when I walk in there, because I'll be, like, you know, I'll have a water, and then everyone's just going to, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So that's... I played lots of Deadly to Citron. Hmm, very cool. Did you, um, well, like, what does it cost to do that, like, 30 bucks? Um, I think the normal day pass for that is forty four dollars. But Christ. it's part of the ticket package that I got, so I got it. Gee, have you ever been to GameWorks? Forty four dollars lasts you like maybe twenty five minutes in a GameWorks, so it's it's pretty good deal, I gotta say. Yeah. I just, I Jim, I imagine you playing games against like nine year olds and just beating the shit out of them. I, I did beat the shit out of them in my, in my first racing game. It was the one of those. 10 console everyone's racing against each other yeah it's called sugar rush was it sugar rush i just made you uh, my bitch bitch he came up crying i pushed him away it's kind of cool <laughs> I'm, I got, old, I'm allowed to do that you want to step to the old man 
<laughs> he cried, so I gave him an atomic wedgie. So, did you catch any? Uh, did you catch any movies on the way down there on your uh, new fancy tablet? Um, I started to watch some uh, Miyazaki, but uh, had to fall asleep, so I did. Had to fall asleep? Was that? Yeah, it, my shift in driving was coming up, and I needed to get some shit. I had to do the the graveyard shift. I can never do that. Like, if in terms of when I have to drive, and it's my turn to drive soon, and like it's the middle of the day, and you have to sleep, it never happens. I can't. Oh, do that. it was it was late at night, so it was cool. My my shift was like two a.m. to five a.m. Classic. That's classic gym for you. Taking it, it in, taking full uh, full responsibility for that night shift. Way to go. <laughs> so, Josh, um, I don't know what you know what we're going to talk about when the podcast starts, but since you're here, like, have you caught any movies the last time we've talked? You haven't been on for a while. I didn't see shit. I've been busy, man. Yeah? Yeah. B- busy not watching movies? Like, I don't know how you don't just stumble into a theater once in a while by accident. Well, I'm drunk, but I don't usually remember it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point. Out in California, it seems like it would be impossible, possible to avoid stepping into a theater. So, yeah. Lou, of you watching any movies? I'm guessing you have a uh, a prediction for the best picture, best picture for this. I don't even know what's up for it. Let me hang on. I know. Let me do Amor, some research. Life of Pi, Argo, Lincoln, Beast of the Southern <laughs> Wild, Silver Linings Playbook, Django Unchained, Zero Dark Thirty, and Les Miserables. Dude, I bet that Lincoln movie will win. Or Les Mis. They love doing those horrible movies that have singing and dancing in them yeah <laughs> they love doing those oh so many how many frenchmen have, have to die for you to be pleased josh how many frenchmen nobody nobody has to die they Lots. just have to stop making that kind of movie <laughs> for to be pleased oh. i'm all for like les mis is cool i don't like musicals that much and i certainly don't like them when they make them into movies and then sing in the movies like that other les mis i thought was fine the one with liam neeson and yeah. whoever else I thought that was fine. Just make it into a movie, like a real movie. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a hardcore musical for this one, too, because I yeah, heard it's I, pure singing. There's no dialogue. Yeah, I just I can't stand musicals, period, and I can't stand them when they're movies, either. All right, see? Prediction, number one. So I think, I, I, I think Lincoln. I think Lincoln. Right. Um, I'm just curious, uh, Jeff, you've seen a couple of these, right? And now that you've seen yeah. Beasts of the Southern Wild, do you really think it's going to win the Best Picture? No. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, boy, I don't know. A lot of, lot of favorites here. Um, and did you ever see Life of Pi? I know you're talking about no, it. No, no, I haven't. I'll, I'll see it soon. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 why not Argo? Let's go with Argo. Let's go, let's go with it. Jim, I guess I should ask you, since I asked them, what do you think? Best picture? Um, I've only seen Argo, but I don't think it's going to win. I think, I think Lincoln's going to win. Interesting. Yep. Except for too many acting awards and the directing award and every other award. Like, yeah, got to go with that one. Uh, that's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. What are you? What are you saying? I know. That's, uh, that's, what, what, you're that's about. what I was thinking of. Yeah. For some reason, oh, I don't think Beast is going to win either. Although I, I just kind of want to pick it. I'd say Lincoln or Lemez actually. So to be different, I'll pick Lemez because Josh hates it. That's why. That's why I'm picking it. But, I haven't yeah. even seen it. But, but you hate it. Guess can you make it interesting? <laughs> Let's see. Next person, the person to win gets a free Monster Squad Blu-ray. How about that? So Because it came that, out on Tuesday. I was going to say, does it exist? Monster Squad Blu-ray came out on Tuesday this week. 
I still never. So how many copies it. have you bought already? I have. I, I downloaded three different versions offline because I didn't want to buy it. That's what I did. Nice. <laughs> Wait, um, what? <laughs> this was actually it's a it's a movie that there was one other group of people that I'd met that had seen it like in their youth and it was Dobries. Dobries have seen that movie and they love it. I just it's an awesome seen it. movie. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's a it's got some uh, internet fanfare that's for sure. But going through the Blu-ray, like going through DVD and Blu-ray releases, we should do that more often because there are some interesting things that uh, you might want to end up owning. Like Game of Thrones season two came came out. That's that's big. It's big news. I'm trying to think about it actually. And man, can the can the next season start already? Come on. That's, when does it yeah, start? That's like the first sign right there. April first. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like the very beginning. Wait, April first is when that when it's starting. March 30th. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you idiot sure? sucker? <laughs> it's not really gonna happen, but um, yeah. Anyways, I just uh, I don't want to do complete Oscar predictions because I, you know, like I mentioned before, not the biggest fan of the Oscars. I hope fun. it's funny. It doesn't matter. That's true, but I do hope some of uh, some of the movies we like do well. Who's, and I, who's hosting it? McFarlane. Yeah, that's right. Um, McFarlane. And Wes Anderson, I hope you win the one thing you're nominated for. Uh, but yeah, and I hope you take that Oscar and use it as a prop in your next movie in a of <laughs> way. Uh, so, I guess uh, I don't really want to talk about much of that on the show either. So, in terms of movie reviews, I do have I caught Die Hard, which I do want to talk about. Should I talk about it now? You guys want to hear the the Die Hard synopsis? Yeah, I, I'm kind of sure. interested in it. Really interested Die Hard? I want like. Yeah. It's interesting. I wanted to go. See, I, I think I claimed I was going to see this drunk. I did not see it drunk, unfortunately. Um, the movie had its ups and downs. Um, I went to it thinking, you know, okay, I, it looks pretty bad. This is this like the last cash grab at the the Die Hard series, and you think that's what I thought about the last two. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> so this one looked exceptionally bad, though, because well, you know the thing about that character is that he's. Um... Mm-hmm. It's kind of a uh, so what I'm looking for Charlie Hardcore. No, it's a hard, anyway. Hard go to ahead. Kill? Hard to kill. Is that what you want to say? Yeah, hard to kill. He's a hard target. He's a, he's a hard he target. <laughs> he's on deadly ground. The Seagal <laughs> episode again. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know Under where to siege. start. I don't know. Where, <laughs> I don't know where to start with my disappointment. So <laughs> this movie. Um, it, it sets up in the very beginning. You get the uh, you get a quick action run of a Russian, like the Secretary of Defense, is kind of like what this guy's position is in uh, uh, the Russian government. Is at odds with some political other Russian guy that obviously have a history together. The one locked up the other and plans on getting him killed. And at that point. They end up cutting to CIA spy stuff, and that's where we get introduced to John McClane's son, Jack, who is a CIA operative and gets himself arrested and put in a position to be next to this Russian political agent to help him out. And Bruce Willis, John McClane, who you guys all know. um, And love. And love is just trying to reconnect with his son and finds out that his son is on trial, which this was a pretty much a cover to get him closer to the political operative in Russia. So Bruce Willis, AKA John McClane goes to help him. And that's where they all get tied into this giant controversy and dying and shooting ensues. Um, In that order. Yes. They die. And then they shoot. 
So right. the difference between half past dead, the difference between <laughs> this movie and the I'd say at least the first three Die Hard movies, the last one actually wasn't bad. I did not mind the last one. I liked it. I liked the last one. Which one was, was the like, last one? I last I one was with Max. What's that? Exit wounds? No. <laughs> I'm digging pretty deep for Steven Seagal movies. Here, oh, you know. Um, the last one had uh, it wasn't the vengeance, not a vengeance. Oh no, it was Live Free or Die Hard. Which, by the way, okay. can we discuss the? Like, they're gonna run out of these titles. They should have yeah, stayed with Die Hard because, like, Live Free or Die Hard is awful. A good day to Die Hard is off. Like, yeah, it's uh, bad. Just stop trying to do that and just call it Die Hard Five and call it. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Godfather 3 was Godfather 3. Deal with it. Yeah, and it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So that maybe that was the conversation they had. Right. <laughs> After <laughs> two, or is he going to give the, him the last one? The, the last time you saw Bruce Willis, which is a great question, Josh. I, we'll make sure to bring this up on the show when we talk, when we start it. Um, the, the thing about the last one we leave Bruce Willis was he had to save his daughter, uh, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Thank God. Um, from Timothy Oliphant and Oliphant, Oliphant, uh, and Maggie Q. Got oh, I got like Timothy soul. Oliphant. Yeah, they, I thought it wasn't bad. Justin Long was the like pseudo Maggie good, good uh, comedic sidekick guy. That that last movie was good. In this movie, they phoned it in pretty hard. Like, there's no one else in this movie at all, really. Um, you have Mary Elizabeth Winstead for two seconds, which which is funny because she's like second billing. Um, but uh, you have John Moore directing it, who is pretty much, I don't know, a poor man's John McTiernan because he's done, let's see, Behind Enemy Lines, Max Payne, uh, Flight of the Phoenix. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. Didn't, uh, didn't McTiernan pass away? I don't know. If he did recently, I'm, I'm not sure. That sounds familiar to me. Should, we should Sorry. look that up. Continue. Um, so, anyhow, we he just saved his daughter in the last one. and this one, he's out to re- reunite with his son. So, the difference between this one and the other ones is Bruce Willis somehow is show, seeming, you know, ten times older than he did in the last couple movies. He plays the old, like, kooky dad more than he plays the badass Bruce Willis, John oh McClane. You know? Yeah, so you've got that playing out, which isn't very interesting. You have the mistake by John Moore, the director, where there's a car chase scene in the very, like, ten minutes in the movie. And the, the scene must be 10 minutes long, too. And it's the bad guys chasing down uh, Jack McClane and Bruce Willis, John McClane, following them, like, all in three cars, three different cars. So there's all this carnage happening. And usually in a car chase, you'll see the carnage that happens around those three cars. But what was happening was they were staying on the carnage for, like, five or ten seconds too long, where you would see, like, people... Not only the carnage of the cars passing by, but then that another car comes and hits a car that was hit by those cars. It's like, okay, we don't need this. This is stupid. Right. Like, These are things that we don't care you about. You could have spent all. millions of other dollars on something like better explosions or something. And then this, this is... poor stoner is right. Uh, exactly, window is broken. Right, <laughs> like there. These stories. These are. All, don't worry about this. This is not necessary, even for a blockbuster stupid movie. I know. I'm especially cutting. for a blockbuster. Stupid yes, especially. So. That was John McClane being the playing the kooky father in the beginning and towards the middle. Stupid. Some of that action stuff. Stupid. I will throw out that um, the end sequence actually was pretty cool in terms of action. Like it played out pretty well. The the violence and carnage was uh, right up my alley. I liked it. Felt very 
diehardish. Um, but the biggest problem with this movie, it doesn't have a bad guy. This like what? It, <laughs> it has a bad. Bruce Willis was the bad guy. Yeah, I know, I know. You know. Like it has a bad guy, but it doesn't have like Maggie Q and Timothy Oliphant. Like they were good. You know, Alan Rickman, obviously, Jeremy Irons, yeah. even William Sadler in the second one. Like all those guys played good, like evil bad guys. The guy, the bad guys in this aren't like they aren't powerful. They aren't like impressionable. They aren't, they don't, you don't care that they're defeated at all. Like, it's just, okay. I guess Bruce Willis and his son are closer together. So that's <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty much it. And the bad guy is family strife. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's, <laughs> it's man versus self, I guess is the, is our situation here. Our like like right. the rest of the diehard series, there are some deep <laughs> issues to be wrestled with. <laughs> right. Divorce with high Janeiro. So well, let me ask you at any point in this movie, it, it any point, so combine the. I'm sorry. Instead of at any point, combine the entire goodness of the movie. Does it touch the line, Hans, Booby, I'm your white knight? <laughs> the entire movie, smash wow. all the good parts oh. together. Does it touch it? It touches it, but it does. It does not overcome it whatsoever. No. So it can touch the rim, but not dunk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which is a big. Which is like a foot difference, people. Right. Oh yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, difference. How, how hot was Julia Snig Snigger Snig, Russian girl? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, is that how you pronounce her name? Because I have no idea. But um, she was fairly hot. She was fairly hot, and she plays a pseudo bad guy in this movie. Was she Maggie Q hot? Oh, she was not Maggie Q hot. She didn't That's do any bad. martial arts, so you got that negative, big negative there. So this is the girl on the motorcycle. I take it. Uh, she, I do. Is she on a motorcycle? If she is, it's not for long. There's a guy She's on like- a motorcycle. They show it in the previews, like some girl drives up on a motorcycle, and then like zips out of her jumpsuit, and she's wearing like oh, a bikini. Yeah, that's like a two. Oh, everybody's like, "This movie has everything." Yeah, that's like a two. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of the movie. Nice. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, it's um, God, I don't know, man. Like, I wanted Die Hard to Die Hard to do well, or at least like what I want to see in one of these series where they finally just put their hand down i want to see like indiana jones or john mcclane die at the end like i just want to see like this is the last one fuck you <laughs> i uh is, is it there any sense of them handing off to the jack mcclane no there was no no feeling like that where they kind of maybe did it and fucking aliens indiana jones but um yeah i uh yeah, the next Indiana Jones movie isn't about Indiana Jones. It's about the aliens. <laughs> Interdimensional beings, in point of fact, is uh, that's what. Uh... Yeah, but they weren't from Earth, so they're still aliens. <laughs> what John Hurt would say. <laughs> yeah, we don't take cues from John Hurt here on this show. Oh, he's probably our. Isn't yeah. he? he's a front of the show, isn't he? He should be. Probably. Should be. Make so... sure we look that up before we start. Right. Yeah, we definitely should check that out. The he is after things, he hears this episode. Right. The thing's gonna have to be there pro- like there probably will be a Die Hard Six, I'm sure. It's just I really uh really hope they do better. Just get a better bad guy. tone down on everything else, get a better bad guy. If you have to put some money into it, do it. Like the bad guys in this, I'm sure cost them 
five hundred thousand dollars. Like Helen Rickman's still alive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not in like the diehard world, but who gives a shit? Like, I mean, at this point, yeah, he survived the fall. Fuck it, it's just <laughs> yeah. your revenge. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Bring him back. Which I was making. I was thinking about how Maggie Q could totally still be alive. She didn't blow up in that power plant. She's okay. Like that's that's definitely why. I should have brought back the Hans Booby guy's brother. Yeah, but he's pissed <laughs> off that John McClane let him die. So he's like another <laughs> vengeful brother on original Die Hard back in the theater. That was, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. I, I will mention there were a couple there were a couple homages to the original diehards, not including like the score soundtrack, but um which there were some some familiarities there, but uh they do a big laugh scene where John McClane and Jack McClane are both laughing and then they fuck everybody up. Yeah. Uh there's a little bit of a guy getting thrown off a building scene. Was that the guy that looks like Huey Lewis? Uh, he, I and the news? don't think he looks like Huey Lewis. In the first, in the first one, one of the guys looks like Huey Lewis. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in the Huey Lewis was in Back to the Future. Why can't he in Die Hard? <laughs> yeah, why not? So you could be. If if anybody like when we were talking about this, if anybody does like guys, I would definitely not go see this movie. Like go see go see Wreck It Ralph or Argo or something. They're still out. Which I did found strange again. Going back to Blu-rays, Argo is actually released on Blu-ray this week. It's really? in theaters like everywhere around my house, but yeah, Oscar push. Yeah, I guess. Kind of crazy. So, yeah, that's. I was kind of surprised that, uh, like, before I left, you could still see Wreck It Ralph at some of the theaters, and in what they call downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah. They have a theater at 24 AMC, and Wreck It Ralph wasn't showing. I was kind of surprised. Wow, that does surprise me. That's very interesting. But yeah, you can still definitely see Wreck It Ralph by me too. Um, anyhow, yeah. That's pretty much all I'd be talking about if we were talking about uh, movie reviews. Yeah, and I got nothing really. So, Jeff, you saw a couple things, right? Are you going to talk about anything? Yeah, I've, I've been under the weather, which means I've been watching lots of yeah, stuff. I, um, specifically, uh, if, if you have Netflix and you haven't watched uh, House of Cards yet, it's it's a pretty tremendous 13-episode uh, series. Did you just roll through them or what? Oh, yeah. Done. <laughs> done. Um, Destroyed it. They, uh, I... I I think just as much or more than any other series I've seen, like, I can't wait for the next season. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Shit. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was really good. Um, so who, like what characters grew on you? Like, is Kevin Spacey um, putting it in or is he pretty much all miserable? Like they're, they're, they're really awful, awful people, all of them almost. But, uh, just the story is really, really intriguing and like really, um, well crafted and in like deep like everything that happens that there there are multiple like multiple layers of reaction to it and like there are times when like you realize something later and then going back and thinking about the like the way everything played out like it's i don't know it's just very cool it's 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 very uh it's it's very very nicely done. Um, very here's, high. I guess here would be here's the the standard question is how long till you rewatch them. Because I, mean, I love like saying I love Game of Thrones is true, but I haven't rewatched Game of Thrones since since I've I seen feel it. like I, and I was actually just thinking about this oddly enough, but I feel like I've reached a point where I very very rarely rewatch anything these days. But uh, um, I could see rewatching them. I don't know before the next season comes out, or uh, you know, or if like if I had like if I had a buddy that wanted to watch them and wanted to watch them like over at my place or something like that, I would rewatch them this week. Interesting. That's crazy. That's a that's big. Cool. That's a big. Uh, big that's an endorsement right there. Yeah, that really is. 
Yeah, James, I think well, I, I think the best comparison I could make is is sort of sort of somewhere where like West Wing meets The Wire would be like the closest thing, like a really in depth look, like warts and all, at mm. politics. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm gonna have to check Kevin it out. Spacey's awesome. There there yeah. are a couple of actually really excellent performances turned out, but uh, yeah, really good, really good. Um, also, I can't remember. I think it might have been uh, our listener Bailey that uh, that used this as his favorite technique. But there's a lot of like fourth wall broken down. Like Kevin right. Spacey will like turn and talk to the camera, which is kind of cool. He'll be like, "This guy's gonna, you know, it's neat." Anyway, they so that, that like per up, like that's a thing they do every episode. Yeah, kinda? yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, and uh, like it's sort of like the form of narration, right? So, so we're uh, gonna see the play version pretty soon here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> speaking of, I had saw some crazy like pictures of some giant fucking yacht parked out back Manhattan or something. Have you seen this thing? What? No, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. That's okay. hilarious. <laughs> There's uh, some billionaire pretty much like parked his yacht pretty much next to Manhattan for like a day and a half or something, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. Fuck it. Like he pretty much lives on the thing. Like he's like a bad guy. He's a super villain. <laughs> that's a like whole life. Just living on your yacht. That's right. such that's such so badass. Like, right. hey, where do you want to be next week? Because right. we live on a yacht. <laughs> Sounds sweet. They were talking about like the security on it and stuff. There's lasers and they don't like how he's super security <laughs> conscious. Like I just imagine the shit you have to do to get through doors in that place. So uh, it's well, like, now a, I want to sneak out of this guy's yacht. Yeah, yeah, you should take a look into it. I'll, t- I'll Dude, to get I'm to the totally get the hang glider. Sorry. So I also saw a movie called safety, not guaranteed, uh, which is uh, written and directed. Um, well, written at, by Derek Connolly and directed by Colin Trevorrow. Neither has done anything I've heard of before. So I'm going to assume you guys neither. Yeah. Um, indie movie starring, um, Aubrey Plaza of uh, Parks and Rec fame, if you guys are fans. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have a little bit of a crush on her. Uh, very good at the deadpan. Plays a very similar character to the one she plays in uh, Parks and Rec. She was just on The Daily Show, actually. Was she really? Damn it, I should start watching those interviews. Yeah, I, do. yeah I, I don't know why you don't. This is this is the, the movie with Mark Duplass, right? Yeah, and Mark Duplass is in it as well, yeah. exactly. Um, as well as Jake Johnson and uh, a guy named Karan Sony. Uh, but a uh, pretty pretty funny movie. Uh, it's I mean, it's sort of like a like a dramedy, I guess. Basically, the the theme is that. Uh, some report well a reporter played by uh played by jake john jake johnson and his two interns aubrey plaza is one of whom find this uh like this this story sort of in a wanted ad and the wanted ad is like asking for somebody to go back in time with the guy um (laughs) saying like this isn't a joke you're gonna get paid (laughs) time machine Bring yeah, exactly. Bring your own upstairs. weapons is part of it, and like and like and safety not guaranteed, which is the name of the movie. And uh, so they will go and like sort of track this guy down, and he's clearly like a little bit, a uh, little bit unbalanced, but like kind of a. I don't know, like definitely a sympathetic character, like got picked on a lot as a kid, like just sort of lives like a very average life, but has like this, this thing where he, he's like, he knows something that nobody else knows, but he's also like a little bit paranoid about it. You know, he's like, the government's going to be following me and stuff like that because of my time machine. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> who plays, who plays this guy? Who plays that guy? This is Mark Duplass okay. uh, nice. from good, the week. Good role for him. Yeah. So, 
um and it, it's it's a really it's actually a really good character like i think most of us have met people like this before who like he takes himself pretty seriously and like but at the same time he's he's like a very uh he's a very lovable character even though you don't really know what to make of him and uh so he and uh he and Aubrey Plaza's character sort of become like a little bit closer as the thing goes on and i actually i thought it was a pretty uh pretty good movie um i feel like it was one of those movies where there were a lot of things in place to make it great and just not enough things linking all that together if that makes sense so yeah like the the plot sort of like hops along instead of flows kind of thing yeah well more yeah i mean the plot the plot is fine the plot moves along nicely i I feel like the um like the the theme the theme isn't always as connected as 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 it should be i guess or like the thing like at the end of it you don't really get like that that feeling you get at the end of an awesome movie right like holy shit, I just saw something that made my, like, that made my life better. Like, you don't get that from this, but it is definitely an enjoyable movie. No, so it wasn't, it wasn't greater than the sum of its parts. Right, exactly. It didn't, it didn't, yeah, that's exactly it. It had some really great characters, some funny stuff, some good, some good performances, and overall a pretty decent plot, but it didn't, it didn't have that, like, unifying, like, everything ties together, this is brilliant. No face of God moments. No face of God <laughs> moments. Very nice. Oh man, yeah, that sounds like sounds like you've seen some interesting things, Jeff. Are you sure this isn't like the flu that's just hurting your brain, making you think, uh, making you love everything? Oh uh, no, it's kind of making me hate everything to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good. It was good. Did you catch this on Netflix? Is it streaming on Netflix? Right. Netflix is telling me that I should watch Robot and Frank. Not Netflix, but uh, IMDb is telling me I should watch Robot and Frank. I told you guys about yeah, that, right? Yeah, you've seen okay, it. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Watch Robot and Frank, too. Did you say that you saw this on Netflix? Safety Not Guaranteed? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Interesting. Might have to do it. We'll see. House of Cards. You're going to watch it for five billion things. Five billion things. So I guess um, that would be it for the movie reviews. And uh, did you set up, I guess we would we'll have to talk about the Parker Posey of last week. And Josh, you weren't here for last no. week, which I don't know if you saw the question, but it's kind of right no. up your alley. I That's think. a good question. Yeah. Just like, uh, best answer, just so. like Jurassic Park was up those other, those two scientists alleys. This one's right up yours. It's um the question was mine and it was pretty much if you had to follow an action star into like battle or like a covert op, like if they were leading you in some way, who would you pick to follow and why? A character or a or a actor. An actor. Um an actor, be, like an actor. An actor that would possess all of his character's traits. Ooh. So like the sum of like if I pick Mel Gibson, I get Braveheart pretty yeah. much is what I get. <laughs> That's who I, I pick. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, if you pick Mark Ruffalo, he he gets angry and turns green and smashes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or at North uh, too, dude. You know who I would Eric pick? Man. I'd pick Christopher Reeves. At one point in Superman, like toward the end when Lois Lane dies. <laughs> oh Wait, I can't. I can't use somebody that's dead. No, go ahead. Uh he lets out the most blood curdling yell I've ever heard in my entire life. When Lois Lane dies and he flies up and then makes the Earth go backwards to turn yeah. back time, it's the craziest yell I've ever heard. 
If that doesn't scare away your enemies, I don't know what will. <laughs> Andy Superman. Uh, so Andy, Andy, I'm assuming he doesn't get Superman powers, but uh, if he did, yeah, Superman's. Yeah, he's got his uh, his repertoire. No, his repertoire. His King of Talk. His uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'd, I'd take it for that alone. Uh, if he gets his right. Superman powers, but That's beyond cool. that, I would take him for that. Uh, for that reason yeah other answers included uh jim picking jason statham zale was on the show and he picked tommy lee jones he gets gus out from <laughs> lonesome dove like tommy lee, jones was great. <laughs> no, tommy lee jones was a great answer i loved it it's just as soon as I, he says it I'm like tlj no way that's great <laughs> um and then uh we had a couple forum po- forum answers at gungapit.com, and we'll have to bring these up as uh, uh, KPWs and Joshua's. Joshua went over the top on his description, so he gets bon- he would get would get bonus points for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and uh, yeah, I think um, I thought it was an awesome question. And uh, yeah, that's a good question. We'll talk about it some more, but I like that. Uh, Jeff, you're gonna have this week's Parker Posey, right? Yeah, sure. So what is it? All right. So the question is, your commission was starting a movie. Or with making a movie. You're like the executive producer, let's say. All right. And you get to pick, hand pick one person, and that person is going to be in your movie and is going to do to or going to work on your movie and going to do the best job they can. So it can be anybody within the realm of, you know, movie. All right. So like it can be a screenwriter, it can be an actor, it can be a, a, a recording artist to do this to do the uh, you know like a song. It could be John Williams, like whatever. Make sense? Yeah, so I got a question. You get to pick one, of course you do, Greg. Go ahead. Can I pick? Can I pick somebody based on the attribute of like their clout? So if I say I pick Wes Anderson, I can expect that Wes Anderson is going to draw in a certain like certain other. People. You think he will draw in other right, people? Exactly. Do I get to ba- pick it based on that at all? Sure. Why not? All right. Mm-hmm. If I say Dude, I've got Wes Anderson attached, which means you have Jason Schwartzman. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. Right. Yeah. There's a good chance Bill Murray will be in it. Um, that's that's actually a really good fucking point. Maybe I shouldn't let you do that. Um, yeah. No. Go ahead. Do that. That's cool. Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, and I, this probably isn't the person I actually pick, but I think it's an interesting pick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, I'm gonna go with Charlie Kaufman. Really? Uh, the screenwriter. Yeah, I... Um, kind of upset the most... with his last movie? Which one? Oh, uh, it was the one with uh, Stiller, right? Wasn't that a Kaufman movie? No, that was a Noah Baumbach movie, Oh, Noah Baumbach, you're right. Yeah, yeah the, his last one was oh, uh, Synecdoche, New York. Okay. I know you've seen that, because I told you to watch it four years ago. Totally. Uh, all right um no i mean if you look at his i I like synecdoche new york quite a bit uh eternal sunshine of the spotless mind confessions of a dangerous mind adaptation i never saw human nature maybe i ought to um being john malkovich all really really well written um and you know i and along the lines of what you said with wes anderson too he he definitely pulls a certain amount of clout you can get you can get a lot of people that are interested in being in his movies uh right for instance uh well george clooney decided to produce uh confessions of a dangerous mind it was pretty impressive (laughs) (laughs) and it was pretty good you know what i'm talking about so uh yeah anyway uh charlie kaufman because i think he's a really talented screenwriter and i really like i feel like I, I I can 
sort of understand a lot of other things, but like I could never ever um, write a script like he writes a script. I guess right. I guess I couldn't do anything like like any of these professionals do it. Never mind. I don't understand why I picked him, but uh, I really I really think that everything he does is pretty good, or everything I've seen is is like great. So I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't mess with it. So you pick the writer. He he cooks up a sweet story, pitch it to some people, get your movie put right. together. I like that. It's a good idea because that's the that's the starting point, really, right there. That's the starting point. Get somebody attached to it. Mm. James, do you have an answer? Josh, do you have an answer popping on the top of your head? Because I'm fighting, I'm struggling. I haven't. Yeah, I, was... I have. Go ahead, Jim. I was trying to pick between two. So if you've got one, go for it. I've got two. I was trying to pick between two as well, but I think I, Greg forced me into the, the the second of my two picks. My first, I think, would have been Wes. Uh, just like after I'm dead and gone, that's the kind of movie that I want to have put together. Is the, is the type yeah. that that Wes puts together. Um, that's a really good answer. But ha- having said that, since Greg already brought him up, it's kind of a uh, doesn't count. Uh, I think second in line for the same reason would be a Tim Burton movie. I think having Tim Burton on your team putting something together for you would just leave behind something quirky and crazy, but at the same time awesome with an awesome soundtrack. And you get Helen by, Bono by Carter, Danny Elfman, sure. of course. What's that? Yeah, you do. And you get Helen with Bono Carter, too. So. Exactly. So I think for the same reason, if not Wes Anderson, then I'd go with Tim Burton. That's <laughs> I'm trying to think like when you brought up John Williams, I was like, holy shit, that's not a bad idea. John Williams. That'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said the name. No, that's fine. Um, I'm going to pick one. I'm just going to I'm just going to roll with this. And mainly because I just want to plug him because it's awesome. Uh, I want to pick uh, the director, Chan Wook Park, the Korean director director um that did the vengeance series we've talked about him a lot if you don't know who it is i'm sorry but you should look it up he's awesome anyways the reason he's on my mind recently is i was was looking at some some snippets of his new movie stoker that actually comes out in the beginning of march which is his first like native english movie which will be badass um but that guy he has a way of it's kind of what my movie wants to i want my movie to be badass but artistic at the same time that's just how i am and he does a great way of making like violence and blood and gore feel like an opera at times. Like it's awesome. And getting back to awesome soundtracks and just the way things are put together. He has the cinematography of like Wes Anderson. His design isn't as crazy as his, but um, he does some great work. And if I wanted a movie that was both bloody and gory and also can touch, pluck the heartstrings a little bit that's my that's my guy so chadwick park director bring him in on board james um, stoker looks pretty sweet too not for nothing yeah uh yeah i'm gonna go older surprise surprise Um, (laughs) and i'm gonna go with spielberg Uh, i thought you were gonna say robert redford oh no no i'm going spielberg um he's done a lot of my favorite movies um saving private ryan uh, Close Encounters, E.T. He does a lot of different stuff, too. So right now I don't know what my movie would be. So, you know, whether it be a drama like, you know, Lincoln or, you know, um, Schindler's List or something or sci-fi. He's got, you know, he's got a pretty good repertoire. He's got, you know, to go to Greg's point, he's got lots of clout. So I'm sure he can bring in whatever names. And I think it's a really good. <laughs> you're going to have a hard really time. Good... You're going to have a hard time pulling people into your movie when you don't have a movie, Jim. You better get on that. You better start thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Spielberg is a good start, I think. So yeah. I, I think I'm safe with him, and uh, yeah, I think he'd do a good job uh, telling my story. 
No, uh, you don't want to pick Walt Disney? Bring him uh, out of the grave? No, no, okay. no. I was thinking Michael Eisner. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eisner. Awesome. Cool. So that'll be a good question. I can't wait to talk about that question on the show. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I like that question. Um, we can't let anyone know that we discussed this before. Yeah, yeah. We cannot tell anybody. Cross cross my heart, hope to die. Cross my heart, hope to die. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know we're all busy, so we'll probably just have to get the show started now. So we'll make sure to talk about that. You guys you guys were great. I'm happy you guys were here. But um, when, we, uh, when we do start the Sydney uh, Poitier, too good for this movie hour. Uh, we'll make sure you guys are on board. Thanks a lot for being here, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we look forward to starting. Thanks, uh, thanks guys again. And I'm going to have some beers and then we'll start the show. Maybe we'll get Zael here, some broccoli, and we'll be ready to roll. I'll see you guys later. Sounds great, yeah. guys. I will, uh, I'll be ready. Peace out. In the meantime, drive safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>